0: I'm mm-hmm. That uh, song is called the Sergeant Court Blues, and we do in fact have the blues this morning as uh, we're going to have a mo- moment of silence here for the Broberg and the Wheaton family. Uh, Peter Broberg and Mike Wheaton, a uh, tragic accident, both lost their sons on this past Thursday night. And while we all have so much to be thankful for, uh, I know it's going to be a difficult holiday for them and, and for a lot of us that think the world of, of them as well. So a moment of silence. That uh, Sergeant Court blues is a little twangier than this, uh, this makes me feel, but we're, uh, we're going to press on here. We've got a good show here today. We've got Kevin Gordon, Workforce Advancement Director.
1: Glad to be here.
0: Pete Perizzo in the room with us. He's joined Kevin in the Workforce Advancement Arena. And on the telephone, we have Kendall Bickford.
2: You can say hi, Kendall.
0: (laughs) And then we also have Communications Director Emily Tadlock. Good afternoon, Emily. Howdy. Uh, A rare Monday recording because it's a short week. We're trying to get this out to you for Tuesday afternoon. And we're going to try to keep it brief for you this week. Although do we ha- we do have a, a number of shout-outs. Uh, safety topic with Cam Hagar, complacency during the holidays. Some shout-outs, price is right. On average, how much do we spend on trench box repairs? Uh, a couple announcements. We do have some bids to talk about. Uh, we haven't picked up any work. We do have a big bid coming up this week, and we'll hit on a little bit later in the shout-outs. Main interview here with with Kevin, Pete, and Kendall, Um. Just kind of move on into that. Before 2016, uh, we there was no formal workforce advancement at Sargent. There was a lot of hoping things happened. Really, right? There was, and and Pete, you were probably part of that too. right? At, at your stage in the career, we we did plug people in. But in 2015, I invited you to lunch, Kevin.
1: Yes, you did, Herb. The, the famous lunch. <laughs> And oh, the, we're going to tell the truth about it now?
0: The, the famous <laughs> lunch where you say, don't ever go to lunch with a herb. Yeah. I was um, like,
1: wait,
2: did you have to grab your lunch pail?
3: No.
1: No, no. <laughs> no, no, it didn't have to, but, but it, I was,
3: it, it wasn't that kind of a lunch. <laughs> no, no. it's one, hey, the, That's the, a different kind of lunch. Right. <laughs> there's no eating at that lunch. <laughs> no, it's true. No. It's true.
0: But I, I came to you, and we had dreamt up this idea of Sergeant Construction Academy, and... For me, I knew there was one guy that could do this and do it right, and you know, we talked it over with uh, with at the time Brent Hartley, our CFO, and Tim Folster, and made the pitch, and and they bought in and thought it was a great idea, and and we went on to uh, to put a few folks through the first academy in 2016.
1: Yep, yeah, we did. Uh, you know, it was um, definitely a big change for me, but it was obviously something we desperately needed i do think there was some of that happening organically out there you know people were helping each other and stuff but this was definitely a more of a you know we looked at it and wanted to have something more focused and it started out quite well it's changed over the years quite a bit um we started out with you know six weeks of training right here in stillwater with that first group right after they graduated from high school now it's gone down to we've worked it from six to five to four weeks and then uh the covid year or or pre-covid i guess we well, uh, after COVID, we went to two weeks with um, a week heavy here and then a week in the field just going from, like, we went out to Peter's job in uh, in Bridgeton, and I took the the new hires out there, and we just went from crew to crew and could explain what was going on. And then they actually jumped in with the crews, and the crews were great and helping them out and stuff. So it's changed quite a bit in just that sense right there alone, how we're going about it, yeah. and we're, we're continually adapting and changing.
0: And then more recently, you know, as you said, we've done – I think five academies yep. in different ways, Yep. and then more recently, uh, well, in 2020, you ended up spending so much of your time in the field. So we kind of evolved that some.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. When uh, when COVID hit, and I really couldn't get to the schools anymore. In fact, we had a whole bunch lined up. We ended up dropping out of a bunch of the schools because you couldn't get in. And that's when I just went out into the field to work with our uh, with our workers out there. And I think you guys must have saw that that was. I guess pretty effective because that's when you decided to let me know that we were going to be bringing Kendall on board, which was, which was, uh, which was awesome to see him come on board to help us out. You know, especially with his track record and history with our workers and stuff. Sure. Yeah.
0: And so you, uh, over the last two years, really, you've spent a good part of your time out in the field, and then late summer this year, Kendall came on yep. uh, when he wrapped up Portsmouth, right, Kendall? Yes. And uh,
3: yeah,
0: it was
3: around September.
0: Yep. And so you've been out there now working, doing some of the things that Kevin had been doing and continued to do. But more recently, Kevin, you've been focusing more time on what's coming up this winter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We got, uh, last winter, we had a lot of training planned and we actually, you know, were able to put into effect a lot of training. But this winter, um, again, we we'll have a, a big, big schedule of uh, trainings that we're going to do. So I've been spending a lot more time in here. Yeah, now that you've, now that we brought Pete on board, um, that was the next big surprise when they let me know that Pete was coming on board, which was awesome. We're full of surprises. I know you are. (laughs) And I very much appreciate it. I'm waiting for a few more. So (laughs) don't hold your breath. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but getting Pete on board has been huge. And and so far he's still been transitioning from uh project management, helping them out over here and stuff to now he's, he's over with us at the, at the, the office over there, but, um, helping us out a lot. And, uh, and um, he's already made a, a big difference for us. I guess if I could go back to Kendall real quick, though, before we move on to Pete. But, um, you know, we can set up all the training scenarios in here that we want and, and in the classroom and all this different stuff. But there's nothing like being right out there in the moment when you can work with In live environment. Exactly. And that's what's so awesome about, you know, Kendall, he gets a call from, you know, a, a foreman down in York, and he's there the next day to help him out. Or if he's got um, one to start a new job, he's got one he's working with right now that's just starting a new job. And the guy called him and obviously a little nervous about starting a new job. He's usually been a foreman. And so Kendall goes right there and helps him set everything up and gets him going. So that's what it's all about right there. Or if the
0: superintendent sees or the operations manager sees a challenging piece of work and someone that hasn't really done that yet, they can... Call you, call yep. Kendall, yep. primarily through you, right. and and dispatch either you or Kendall uh, to that location for a day or two or three or yep. whatever it takes. And yep. Yep. I can tell you that's that's got to be such a weight lifted off their shoulders when they're in that new situation, whether it's you know undertaking a, a different kind of pipe than they've ever ever done, yep. or some kind of a traffic closure. Uh, you know anything just having that experience to fall back on and that's not you guys going out and being the foreman that's you guys kind of helping them see it's like it's like you're their temporary situational awareness yep exactly Kendall how's your experience been out there so far with those
3: guys oh it's been great and it's I know I mean I love the the classroom teaching aspect in the winter but it's (laughs) It's so much easier to teach hands-on when you're actually in the thick of it and they can see what happens at the end that you're trying to teach them.
0: Well, the actual events unfold that don't unfold in the classroom, right? You, a, a tailgate trips on a truck. You know, that, that never happens in the classroom. And you've got a street you've got to clean up. Uh, just, just those kinds of things and knowing how to react and, and take leadership at those times is really important.
3: Yeah, and it's way easier to teach, like, you know, protecting your grade stakes out in the field than it is conceptually in a classroom. Right. And, and what truck it, comes through and wipes them all out.
0: And what it's like to have to replace them all. Right. The, the theoretical in the classroom isn't very expensive in terms of your own emotional struggles, <laughs> as when all your grade stakes get <laughs> wiped out, um, as it is when it actually happens on a job site. And learning how to how to handle those situations.
3: And I know everyone I've worked with is very, very thankful for workforce advancement.
0: As, they, as well, they ought to be. And I, you know, I told Kevin when I asked him to take this role that in ten years we'll have put five hundred people through the processes that are going to evolve and. When he retires, they're going to build a bronze statue of him. All these people that he's that he's put <laughs> fingerprints on. He's I'm going to
2: make sure so it happens. Right now. <laughs>
1: I got I got to run to a meeting. here.
4: <laughs> we're going to need a lot of bronze for those boots. I was going <laughs> to say you can finish out the week, okay. but that's such a
0: short week that it's, okay. it doesn't take much.
4: Okay, that's all it. right,
0: <laughs> Pete. So I'm you, a... Pete, you joined on with Kevin. Or are you joining on with Kevin? Um, you know, some percentage of your time is still in project management, but more and more is spent now with workforce advancement. And what, what are your thoughts? How, how are you feeling about the transition and your role? Uh,
4: I'm very excited, Herb. And to echo what Kevin sort of said is that uh, we've always been a place that um, mentors people. Um, you know, I, I couldn't even name all my mentors over the years. Uh, everyone does a fantastic job working with each other, uh, working as a team. So there hasn't been a lack of, of training and development over the years. It's just that we've become a lot more intentional about it. Right. Um, and, and it's pretty evident from the amount of investment we're putting into it that, uh, that we're pretty serious about it.
0: Well, as you guys know, you know, this new office that we're moving into, uh, it's going to be next year. Um, but that was really as much for the training space and the other training opportunities it affords us as it was a place to set up a new office but it's uh it's going to provide us with the space so that different ones of us in the office can just walk into the classroom and and you know do a little piece of you know quick training and then duck back out and uh and really looking forward to that over there and and that I guess in some ways was was a little bit of the the vision that said we need to do more and better, with with the workforce advancement and hence beat your movement from project management over there.
4: I'm sure it's not a very big loss, but <laughs> well, well, they'll manage. <laughs> I'm sure.
0: The <laughs> so Red Rover, Red Rover, send Pete right over. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was, I mean, you, you were you, you earned your paycheck there.
4: Yeah, I. I Listen, it, it was a, a phenomenal uh, learning experience. I yeah. really, really enjoyed it. No, I it. mean,
0: really, as a, as a project manager, you were you were aces, as you and Kendall were at your respective roles, but that's part of the reason why we said, do you guys mind to migrate? Uh, because we want aces teaching all these, all these younger and sometimes older folks. So,
4: Yeah, I appreciate that. I, to be honest, I never feel like I perfect anything. It's always a work in progress. Try to get better every day that is
0: really the way it is though i mean the more you learn the more potential you have so you never really meet your full potential
4: that's right i like to say i'll I'll never get there i'll never make it right <laughs> you know, if i can if i can jump in here you know pete
1: um adding both kendall and pete we, we were somewhat limited you know with me being able to just what i could do well one guy can only do so much Well exactly exactly now with kendall out there he, he, we're still giving you know a lot of attention to the field right now but now with Pete in here helping us out, I mean, he's he's strong at a lot of things that, that I'm just not that strong at. I'm better in the field working like Kendall is, but he's better at a lot of the higher-end stuff, and he's already so far helped us out to get more organized and get things laid out, and he's got a lot of good plans on how we want to move ahead here, and I'm super excited about the next you know, number of years. That I, got I, left I think here. it's
0: going to work great. Yeah. And yeah. one of those things that we've talked about recently – is this build a life with us framework that we've asked build with We asked them to do a video for us and they came back with, how about this framework for this is what Sergeant means. Your, your purpose is to build. So why don't we say we're building people? And, and so I know you guys have both seen that Kendall too, I think. And, um, and I know you've seen it because you and I saw it first, Emily. <laughs> yep. Um but we I'm really excited about about how aspirational that framework is for us. So it's it's three parts, right? It's it's career, itself, and it's wealth. And really, really excited about how we can build out those three things. And we spent some time a week or so ago talking about that.
1: Yeah. You know, uh I've always considered workforce advancement not just about teaching somebody how to use a shovel, use a rake, you know use a pop level, and set up a pipe run and stuff like that. It's the whole person really, right, and that's what we're trying to do here. That's what I love about this you know when when build with you know pr- you propose this to build with is that this is more about what we're all about. It isn't just to have a a good construction worker it's to have a good person to to go along with that you know at work and away from work and stuff and this is all part of it i'm I'm super excited about that.
0: It ticks right down through our purpose and values, yep. right from the building to the investing in people to doing the right thing, honing your craft, winning in the field. It's, it really ticks down through all those. And so I'm, I'm tickled to death to see you guys take it and run.
4: Yeah, it's one of those things where I, I was, when it was kind of introduced to us, I was, I was blown away because it, it truly describes what we're all about, right? It's, it's about being well-rounded people, uh, as Kevin said. And it's not, you know, when we looked at the literature, it's not something we have to aspire to be. It's already what we are. It's just just being able to describe it to other people in terms that we uh, we understand and are proud of. And
0: uh, to me, I think there's some there's some backfilling to some of it, right? We can we can build programs under uh, helping someone with their self, absolutely. Or you know, helping them with their wealth, help, helping them with their career. We can build programs, and that's a lot of what you guys, I think, are, are focused on doing here over the next, you know, several months, but even more so as this evolves and grows yeah. and Perhaps gives people that even may have been here for 10 years an opportunity to say, um, you know, hey, can I talk to you about this? That's right. Provide them opportunities as well. Yep,
1: absolutely.
2: It's an exciting time in workforce advancement.
0: It is. It's an exciting time for the company. And, and um, you know, the fact that, that Tasha and Eric and our board have supported the idea of, of workforce advancement. Um, you know, because these positions that you guys feel aren't free, right? You're, you, you're, you all going to get paid and, and you ought to get paid. And so it's, you know, it's an investment in those people. And I'm, I'm really thrilled with the three people we got there now with you three. And because I know we can multiply, um, we can leverage your knowledge your passion and in the end i don't believe it is a real cost even though there's a cost in our overhead lines i believe it gets paid for by being leveraged out in the field
1: yeah well you mentioned passion herb and i guarantee uh you, you know kendall and pete both and myself as well there's nothing we want than to see somebody else succeed and know you know we helped them along with that and there's you know, this, we used to have a cost sheet at the end of the day to say how we did, you know, right. as a crew, as, as a job, whatever. now for us, it's when someone, that light goes off and someone gets it and, and you see that, that's that's our reward. So right you're there. counting
0: light bulbs now.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. You're kind.
0: Of, I mean, that's uh, kind of joking about it. Yeah. But really, that is, it's kind of like when you're a, a coach, uh, you know, and, and you're, when I was a coach, a little league coach, and, you know, you'd work with a kid, work with a kid, work with a kid, and you go, man, he's never going to get it. And then all of a sudden, bang! A light comes on, yep. and you're like, "Okay, that's why I coach," exactly. and that's that's why I know you love this because I know you you just like to teach and coach, and and I can I can picture that with you, and I know Kendall's the same way. Kendall kind of came up under you.
1: Yep, he did. He did. He, he learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get away from me.
3: Right, yes, Kendall? I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, I certainly did. Yes, I did. But hey, so hey.
0: I'm, I'm going to ask you, Kendall. What do you think it was that that got Kevin's attention and said, I think this guy's worth me pouring into?
3: Uh, I just think I worked hard every day. And I I wasn't a huge communicator back then. Well, now I'm still with it or not. But, uh, well, we I did talk, you're talking on the
0: podcast, so that's a big step.
3: That is, We talked about this the last podcast. More words than I've spoken in my entire life. <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, so I just think you know, I I am a very prideful person. I took a great deal of pride in the work I did and I mean I didn't ever <clears throat> I didn't ever look to move up, really. I just did my job and came in every day and worked hard and did it safe and I was just happy getting a paycheck at that time in my life, but you Anything know. he asked me to do, though, I never backed down from. That's for sure.
0: So, Kevin, the same question about Kendall. What, what is it that he did that noticed that you noticed?
1: Well, you'd put him on a task, and he, he would stay at it and not come back and ask you, "Was it good enough?" He just kept working at it to get it right, and you didn't have to give him much direction. But but when he did do that task, you know, he never, like he said, he never said no. But he was always eager to learn more, and you couldn't give him you couldn't give him enough and he just kept gobbling it up, you know? And that was what was, what was so fun about working with him is he, like he says, he is a man of few words. And, uh, but, um, but he also just, just wanted to, he might not say it, but he wanted to succeed and he wanted to do well. And he takes a lot of pride in that. And you could tell easily, and he was going to, you know, do whatever you asked him to do. And, so that's when I would take someone like that, and and I'll give them as much as they can handle, you know, and, and feed them and coach them and train them. And he took it all very good, you know.
0: And that's the place where people grow, not just kind of everybody. When when you get just beyond what you can handle, yep. and that's where we grow. That's where we kind of get out of that comfort zone, mm-hmm. and, you know, you go, okay, wow, I I did handle that, okay. Or... I need to handle that differently next time but that is the growth that is the piece that is growth when you change your approach because the last one didn't go quite as well and you begin to expand your your circle
1: yep absolutely and and you know I just w- when I'm going to work with somebody I mean I I want them to to at least try some of the things I'm I'm asking and stuff you know it's 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 and that's what I would say is recommend to people is do all you can and, and, and listen and ask for advice and stuff. And, and when you're given that chance, grab it and go with it. Now, did he do everything perfect? None of us ever do when we first started. That's how you learn. But he wasn't afraid to try, and that's what I loved about it.
0: Yeah. So, Pete, you got noticed at one point in time in a good way.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think um, kind, of, kind of different from Kendall. Um, you know, I was never going to be the hardest worker on the job site, and that wasn't uh, due to lack of effort. I'm just not, uh, you know, I never won the Shoveler of the Year award or anything.
0: I didn't either because I came through with Kevin.
4: <laughs> so, yeah, I came so,
0: with, I came through with two Gordons. I, you know, it, it,
4: it's one of those things. You know, you look around and there's there's a whole slew of hardworking folks, and and I kind of said to myself, okay, you have permission not to be the hardest hardest worker because you're never going to out shovel Kevin or Skip. <laughs> <laughs> so uh just kind of I you know I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what my skill set was and then lean lean pretty hard into that and what I di- what I discovered was that um I really cared about our collective success. And so I focused a lot on on just making sure I never let the crew down and doing whatever I could to to support people and and be there to do do whatever I could to make sure the the project was successful.
0: Yeah, and I think the common thing that and I know all you guys enough to know the, the common thing that you all we all share is that you you're not going to you said don't want to let anybody down I think is the way you put it but we're not going to let anybody work until it's all done mm. you know we're going to we're going we're gonna to pitch in and make sure and the way former COO Tim Foster used to put it is I'm not going to leave my wingman right that's yep. and that's such an important thing to me I think if we see that somebody has that kind of attitude, like I'm in it, uh, I'm not going to leave my wingman. Um, uh, that's a, that's a person we want to pour into.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yep.
0: So we're going to be looking for that a uh, little bit more on that, build a life with us as we, as we put some flesh on the skeleton of that program and look forward to hearing more from you guys on that.
4: Awesome. Excited.
0: Uh, Kendall, are you going to stay on through the shout outs or you're going to bail on us? As I just got done talking about never you. leaving your
3: wingman. <laughs> <right>? <laughs>
2: we understand you have work gonna to bail do. I'm
3: going to bail on you and go be Dan McCall's wingman. How's that sound? That sounds that like sounds a winner. Perfect. There you go. Awesome.
0: Hey, thank you, Kendall. Have a great have a great holiday.
3: Yes, sir. Same to you guys.
0: All right. Cam
5: Hagar with a safety update. Welcome, Cam. How are we doing, Herb? I'm well. We're going to talk about complacency during the holidays. Right. So I think everyone over the years has probably experienced this, right? Kevin, Pete, Herb, just it's that time of the year. We're not thinking about the work that's going on, right? We're thinking about, our, you know, going home, the holiday, how we're going to get home, how we're going to, you know, cook the turkey, do, you know, just everything and anything besides work. So right now it's, it's that much more important to pay attention to What we're doing for, I know it's a short week, but, you know, Monday, Tuesday, we got to make sure we're paying attention to what we're doing at work and, you know, wrapping everything up before we head out for that holiday. Um, Again, I think, you know, the three main things that um, we always preach and always talk about is situational awareness, not becoming complacent, which topic for today, and then accountability, right? So accountability for having situational awareness and not having complacency during the holidays, so...
0: So when you say during the holidays, we're we're not asking people to just pay attention to the end of their work day. We're talking about all the way through the weekend. Right. And and sometimes in long weekends people get crazy. This is true. And and what you're talking about is let's not get too crazy. Have fun. But let's not, like for instance, light fireworks on our head.
5: Well, that's one part of it. But it it, it might not even be getting crazy. It might just be not having your head in the game, I think, is probably the best way to put it, right? Just, you know, not focusing on the task at hand at work, right? You're, fo- you're focused on other things. You're focused on the holiday, getting, you know, just being with friends and family and, and going hunting, doing whatever you do during this time of the year around Thanksgiving. And, you know, if you decide to get crazy, yeah, don't don't get complacent. But, you know, maybe keep it a little tamed this holiday. I don't know.
4: Everything in moderation.
5: Correct. Good point, Pete. That's all I got, Herb.
0: Okay, Cam, thank you for that safety talk for us, and I do hope that our folks go into the holidays with intentionality about being safe, about being with the people they love, and appreciating everybody they're with. I know sometimes these holidays can get a little tense uh, when the turkey doesn't come out right or whatever, but... It's uh, really important to, to focus on on what is important. So thank you. Thank you. And we're on to shout-outs. Pete Perizzo is going to start out with the shout-outs.
4: Well, ironically enough, this one's for me. Uh, should like, be able to get it right. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> Let's see. see how we do. Uh, give a shout-out to uh, Brent Williams, Cody Jean, Cody Collins. Uh, those folks took some time last week to – Mentor Cam Jondro and Duncan Graham, one of our interns, uh, and introduce those folks to the cost to complete process. And uh, just to say a little bit about cost to completes, they're a a really crucial report uh, that we do monthly uh, on the projects, and they allow us to uh, analyze cost to date as well as anticipated cost for every single item on every single project uh, monthly. And it's one of the many reasons that we're we're very successful as a company and, and our cost control process is is so strong.
0: That's a good one. You know that process. You've done I, it.
4: You've lived it. I'm familiar with it.
0: <laughs> Eric Ritchie has a shout out to Ryan Bragg. Ryan helps tremendously behind the scenes and without much fanfare. He's been instrumental in helping the ops team get aggregate resources lined up, keep us within permit requirements, within pits and many, many other things that bring value. Thank you, Ryan. And I can attest to, to Ryan's, he took over for Chip late in that role about a year and a half ago, uh, almost two years ago, and and really picked it up well. Also from Eric, a shout-out to Pat Dubay, Dave Preble, Scott Blanchard, Tim LePage, Ryan Bragg, Josh Shaw, and many, many others. Win or lose the 395 project. This team has put a ton of time and effort into the bid. That is good for Sargent and its employee owners. Many people never see the bid process. However, you can trust and believe we're in good hands. Proud of this group no matter what. And he's referring to the 395 to Route 9 connector here from Brewer to Holden, Clifton, whoever it ends there, uh, that bids a day after tomorrow. And his point is that we're going to put in a good bid. If we get it, we're going to be happy. If we don't get it, we're going to move on because we get a lot of other opportunities.
2: Good for them. The next one is from Tina Bouchard. She's got a shout-out to the ladies that covered for me last week, she says, while she was on vacation. Great teamwork from them that hopefully made the task a little bit easier. She appreciates them covering.
1: I've got one here from Arthur Herbist. Shout-out to all the superintendents. When I visit the sites, they are more accommodating. They are very helpful with my audits. They share a lot of good information with me to help me be a better safety specialist. He also has another one for uh, Ian McCarthy. Big shout out to Ian McCarthy. Ian takes time to answer my questions about some of the inner workings of a project. This helps me do better when I am in the field. And then he's got one for Cameron Hagar.
0: Who walked in the room on us. He did walk (laughs) in the room on
1: us. I I was wondering how that all happened, but now now I get it. So a shout out to Cam Hagar. He has challenged me with some things that are out of my comfort zone. I have learned a lot during our conversations. You can teach an old dog new tricks. I guess I'd like to throw in a shout out there as well, both Cameron and uh to both Cameron and, and Arthur they they help us tremendously over in the workforce advancement um it's it's a great team all together but you know when I have questions I throw them to them and they usually get right back to me and I very much appreciate it because it's usually a last minute question I need a very quick answer on and they do a great job for me so thanks guys
0: yeah and Justin Emery's down in yes Virginia working that working that front down there yep. pretty well yep uh
4: this next one's from Josh Shaw He wants to give a shout out to the plant crew at the asphalt plant. Uh, They had a couple customers that are in need of hot mix to get projects done before the winter shutdown. And the crew is willing to come in and make the mix on Wednesday while everyone else is off for the holiday weekend. Uh, The sacrifice is much appreciated uh, by both Josh and our customers and a huge thank you to Ed Barnes and the crew at the plant.
0: We can plan these days off, but some, sometimes the customers say differently, Uh, Shout out from Jeff Marsh to Tasha, Eric, and Herb. and would be me, I guess, for the incredible leadership of the company. I'm very thankful for them, and I can I can tell you, uh, I I enjoy Tasha and Eric as a team, and and really, uh, we just have we just have a good time doing this. I mean, it's not that there's not some problems some days that we wish you know would just go away, but but we have a good time doing it.
2: The next shout-out is from John Netto. Shout-out to the crew at Riverside Site in Augusta. They are dealing with lots of ledge and very muddy conditions but are keeping positive attitudes. Good job, Quentin Frigon and Nick Netto.
1: Next one is uh, from Tasha Gardner. This one's to Herb. Herb was an engaging and inspiring participant in the main biz CEO panel last week. Herb's humble humor was the highlight of the presentation We're all blessed by you, Herb.
2: He he hates getting shout-outs, which is hilarious because you so deserve them, but you see him over here. He's like, oh, man. Yeah, see?
1: She also says to all of our employee owners, have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family and friends and enjoy a much-deserved extra-long weekend. Now
0: that's a worthy Mm shout-out right there. Thank you, Tasha. Absolutely. Uh, She has one to Allison and Carrie. Thank you for getting everyone paid this week for the bonus run last week. Allison especially does double duty this time of year, getting it all done. We're super depreciative, and she does. She she really does double duty, and uh, putting in all those bonus checks uh, is a lot of work. I think it makes her a happier person when she does it. Hmm. To Eric, you're an exceptional coworker, and I'm very thankful for you and your leadership. I'll uh, ditto that as well. I am thankful for Eric and Tasha. And to Kim Ryan, this is also from Tasha. Thank you for planning all our events. You make the planning look easy, but I know it's because you're superior and your attention to detail. Kim, you're a sergeant rock star.
2: That she is. Yes.
4: Let's say that again. Uh the next one's from Aaron Tidd. Wah, 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 wah.
0: Okay, so in the middle of that, Eric Eric Ritchie just poked his head in and said the three ninety-five bid got postponed for two weeks. So uh We'll maintain the shout-out for the estimating crew and everybody involved. We're not going to take the shout-out away, (laughs) but we're not going to know the results of this bid for another two weeks and two days. So, Pete, please uh, jump back on this. Aaron (laughs) Tidd had a shout-out. This is live podcast reporting, folks. (laughs) This this (laughs) is live live podcast
4: Talk about a curveball. Curveball. So,
0: Aaron Tidd, shout-out. Here
4: it it comes. Yeah. uh, Aaron Tidd says, Leah Howe has been awesome handling our prequals and bidding documents. Uh, these paperwork forms are often mundane, but they are really important since even small errors can sometimes uh, lose a bid. Leah has been incredibly thorough and we've been awarded at least one project where we were not low, but her document package was complete versus other bidders. She's super consistent and I rely on her a lot.
2: That's awesome, Leah.
0: Yeah, she's, you know, you take somebody new and put them in that position. Kim had been in that position for several years and take somebody new and put them in that position. This is, there's so much detail that goes into a bid. You would not believe it. I mean, it's the certifications and things that go into these bids and that we got a job that nobody else got right. That says a lot about Leah.
4: And uh, Aaron Tidd would also like to give a shout-out to Kim Ryan. Uh, she always steps in to help anytime she's asked. Uh, she makes time, even when she's too busy, to chase down what we need. It's very much appreciated.
0: Eric Gifford with a shout-out to everybody in the company. He's listed them all off, so it's going to be a minute. (laughs) 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 Just kidding. Uh, Everybody in the company for doing a great job this year. It takes all of us to make it work, and that's a great sentiment, Eric. Thank you.
2: The next shout-out is from Bonnie McPherson. She says, shout out to Amy Dixon for taking over the reins, mentoring uh, me in training. She has been so helpful and supportive, helping me understand and implement CTC prep and many other procedures over the last few weeks, as have PCAs. They are amazing people.
0: Project uh, cost administrators.
1: I yep. yeah. uh, got a shout out from Justin Embry. Shout out to Bernard Lupini and Tyler Waterfield for taking the time to talk after hours for our last uh, to talk after hours for our last safety committee meeting last week, we had the intent of keeping the meeting short as they had just finished on site for the day, but we went well over an hour, longer than originally planned. And the entire time, both of them provided good insight and in their points of view on the topics that we had discussed during our meeting. Thank you both. And I guess if I could chime in on that, um, I'm on the New Hampshire safety committee as well as the um, the Maine safety committee um, similar to the Mid-Atlantic Safety Committee, and we get tremendous input from the field and stuff, and that's what we desperately need. So that's a great shout-out,
4: Justin. Sure is. Next one's from Red Rancourt. Uh, Red is thankful for working for such a great company uh, that affords him to be able to spend time with his family this time of year. Uh, he is having a th- He is having Thanksgiving with his granddaughter and mother, uh, and he doesn't even have to wear pants.
0: Ooh. That's uh, you know red.
4: <laughs> oh, there's more. Sorry, there's more. Uh, that's because we are in Florida and it is warm. By the way.
2: So he's wearing shorts. <laughs> so he's wearing some sort of covering, just not pants. Well, it's, he, he, unfortunately,
4: he kind of, I can't unsee oh, what I saw. He kind of <laughs> burried, he buried the lead oh. there. I see. Uh, okay, I hope uh, everyone enjoys their time off to do what they enjoy: football, food, family, and friends. Excellent.
0: Travis Ridkey, shout out to the entire Lynchburg Airport crew. During our progress meeting last week, the owner and engineer both took the time to mention the great progress on the project in just over a month and how great the job site looked. They've also been getting compliments from the general public passing by our job site. Your great effort does not go unnoticed, even by the outside world. Keep up the great work. Hey, that's a good I just good. got
2: chills. That's such a good one. I yeah. love that one. It's a
0: great bunch of shout outs. How about we give them all a big hand? We had the applause muted, huh? (laughs) We did. There's a crowd at the door. We wouldn't let them (laughs) in. Okay. Um, Price is right. (laughs) On average, how much do we spend on trench box repairs in a year? I don't know how far back they went for the Savage, if it was just one year or five, but um, there are people in in positions of authority that provide these numbers, Mm -hmm. and we trust them. Yes, we do. Uh, Tim LaBelle was the low bidder at $18,700. Ben Watson was the high bidder at $234,567, and uh, Ben... If you'd have just dropped that seven, (laughs) you'd have been closer, but you still wouldn't have won. Um, Chris Lynch at uh, $38,450.
2: Just over. Kind
0: of close. Just over. The number is?
2: $35,000. We
0: spend $35,000 a year repairing trench boxes. And the closest without going over would be Mark Wright. Thirty-two thousand one hundred nine dollars and eighty-seven cents.
2: That's a that was a really good guess. Very like on on cent.
0: All right. So good guess there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mark's going to get a fifty dollars gift certificate for the company store, Amazon, or credit card. Exactly. I'm getting that down.
2: Yeah, you got it. I like it.
0: Three things. Okay. Um, Next week, The Price Is Right is what are the health insurance costs paid by sergeant in 2020 so that's last year 2020 mm-hmm. from january 1st to december 31st yep what are the health insurance costs paid by sergeant in that one year period
2: there's and a lot of things that go into that and i'm not going to give a hint
0: no we're not going to give a hint no i uh,
2: i think a lot of people are going to be surprised by this number so We're just gonna let it go and I'm just gonna see what people come up with. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where these numbers come from.
0: It's gonna be all over the map. It is. It'll probably be more than one. I'm gonna give a hint.
2: No I said no hints.
0: It's gonna be more than one dollar. Oh my
2: goodness. Yes, it is. It's gonna be
0: less than ten million.
4: (laughs) See, this is where you (laughs) think you drive the bus here,
0: but
2: Goodness. This, is, this is
0: where you learn the difference, you and Hagar over there. This is
2: when the there. bus goes off road and yeah. we all bump around. You everywhere. and Hagar,
0: <laughs> every once in a while, want to go rogue on me, and I'm going to straighten you both out. There, there have yet, to, there's
4: yet to be a podcast with just Emily and Cam on. That would be a, that would be an entertaining one. Yeah, it's probably not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> if if Tasha can always do over an hour, I wonder what those two can do.
2: Oh gosh,
0: what do you got for announcements, Dadlock?
2: All right, so. There, as we talked about on last week's uh, episode of the podcast, there's a lot of updates, new changes to our benefits. Uh, And so, as Tasha kind of alluded to last week, we're going to be offering a benefits workshop on December 1st.
0: This is very, very important.
2: It is. Wednesday, December 1st at 6 p.m. We will be having a benefits workshop. I'm going to be texting out the information today, uh, which is Monday, Monday. Um, And you will also, it will also be put on the Sergeant Facebook page. We'll have an insert in the paycheck and it will be in the newsletter that comes out on December 1st as well. So there's, there'll be lots of places for you to find this link for your spouses to find this link in the
0: show notes for this podcast. It will be
2: in the show notes of this podcast. Yes, there will be a link to join that, um, have your spouses come on, your sister, your mom, your dad, whoever helps you with this, with your benefits. Um, if if they if you feel more comfortable having them on to listen, any of them are welcome to pop on and listen to get this information. We encourage that. We do. So again, Wednesday, December 1st at 6 p.m. Then we're going to have another one again on Sunday, December 5th at 1 p.m. So we'll give you some time to get out of church. And there is no Patriots game that day. The Patriots okay. don't play until Monday. The 6th. Giants do, against though. Against the Bills. Yes. The Go G-Men. Mur. Um. So we'll do it at 1 p.m. It'll last about, we've got it down to about an hour. Um, but this is really important information.
0: Yes, because the health benefits are going to change. It's vitally important for all of you to understand the changes. We're doing the very best we can to keep the lid on costs. And that is requiring some change in the composition of the healthcare.
2: And you are Coverage. going to have to make these changes. This isn't a passive thing. You have to make the changes.
0: Year. You really need to listen to this. You need to sign on to one of these. Get your uh, significant other on with you.
2: Yeah, and do it exactly. So look for more details if okay. you if you need if you need help with the link if you need help finding more information, uh, call Amy or myself. We'll both have all the information to give you to to figure out what you, where you need to be. We won't we won't leave you hanging.
0: Okay, and uh, the last and uh, last announcement, they probably will already have the day off by the time they hear it.
2: <laughs> they well, you they had have yesterday it. off, paid. <laughs> no, we're we're releasing the podcast tomorrow. Remember? Oh, okay.
0: So you so have don't tomorrow show up on Wednesday. Off. Don't show up Wednesday. Well, some people have to apparently at the <laughs> oh, asphalt yes. plant. Yes,
2: yes. If you have to show up, show up. But if you don't, you're we gonna have be a, we have a
0: paid day off this Wednesday. <laughs> December
2: 24th. Yes. November 24th. November 24th.
4: That includes the estimators now. We're just making sausage here now. Oh, man. It does
2: include the estimators now.
1: It is fun to watch, though.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See what happens when he drives the bus? We just go off real I'm afraid
1: we're going to have to put you guys on opposite side of the table next time. Okay. I
0: think that's podcast. Pete. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Kevin.
1: Uh, just one shot one 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 comment to the to the crews out there. Um, you know, uh, for me, thank you for all the work you've done out there this year. It's been a long, hard year, and I know you've been short of people on most of the projects. But there's been great attitudes everywhere I go. Great attitudes. People communicating and doing well. For those that are looking to move up, like Kendall did, or anybody else, you know, take the initiative, um, get noticed, and that's by by taking that initiative. That's how Kendall got it, got noticed and stuff. I have foremen, superintendents, even some operators calling me and telling me, you know, so-and-so is doing a really good job. They're looking ahead. They're looking steps ahead, you know, which just gets on our radar screen. So Pete, um, Kendall, and I talk every week about personal, how they're doing. I talk with Herb and Eric every week. We're trying to get people moved up. We're trying to get you all the training you need. So um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and just, just start with a real initiative and go for it. So great job and keep it up. Thank you.
0: Start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. You got it. You got it.
5: Cam? Zero accidents.
2: You <laughs> you didn't say my name. <laughs>
0: well, we get down to a... It's just one person left, and that's not last but not least, Emily Tadlock.
2: That's me. Zero accidents. Yeah,
0: okay. Zero accidents, everybody.